coach, Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tea and Teachings. We do this every single Friday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are here watching live with us, with us, <laughs> hashtag oh, live. And if you are catching the replay, hashtag replay. So we see who is watching. So for today, we really want to talk about, you know, the new year's coming up. January 1st is just around the corner. And, you know, this is the time of year where there is so much talk about, you know, what diet program are you going on? Or what's your new workout plan? Or what's your, you know, new year's resolutions? And I think it's really easy to feel, you know, a lot of pressure this time of year. Um, because if you aren't going to be hopping on a new diet, maybe because you realize that, you know, dieting doesn't work and you want to better your relationship with food, but you see all these other people who are, who are doing that and who are starting these new diets, it can feel like a lot of pressure that maybe, you know, you're, you're not, you're not as motivated or you're not as disciplined, but the reality is, is we really need to get clear on, you know, what it is that you actually want for 2023. And we're going to share with you kind of a a step-by-step process of how you can set really realistic intentions, um, for the next year so that you can actually be consistent with it for the rest of 2023, not just, you know, start something January 1st, get super pumped up. And then, you know, a week or two into January fall off track. Right. So I think the first thing that's really important to move into a new year is to reflect on this past year. Most people, when it comes to the end of the year, it's just like, I just want this year to be done. I need to start fresh, especially during the holidays when you've indulged a little bit more than normal, you've eaten more foods than normal, eating different foods than normal. Maybe you don't feel good in your own skin. It's like, we, we kind of like just completely block off these next few days as if they don't count. But the reality is, is in order for us to really have a beautiful 2023, we have to reflect back on this past year. Like what worked, what didn't work? What did you like about this year? Like, what are you going to continue doing in 2023 that you enjoyed this past year? Right. And it's, you know, there's a few days left of, of 2022 and like so much can actually happen with your mindset. You can, you can have some mindset shifts, you know, these, these next few days, but a lot of people just say, Nope, the end of the year, like the year's done. I need to move on. But a lot of the times people want to quickly move on to 2023 when maybe you haven't reached a specific goal that you had for 2022. And you kind of just want to not have to think about it. 
right? You don't want to have to reflect on this past year because you don't want to be disappointed if you didn't hit that goal. It's better to just move on than to reflect back and have to kind of sit with maybe this, this potential disappointment that maybe you didn't hit a goal, right? But instead of this disappointment feeling, you can really get excited and extract so much wisdom and feedback from this past year. So really the first step, reflecting back on 2022 and asking yourself what worked, what didn't work, like what went well, maybe what didn't go so well. And then what are you going to continue doing in 2023 that you really enjoyed from 2022? There's so many lessons. There's so many things that you can extract in order to figure out what you really want for the next year. I think it's easy to look at a year as you're experiencing it and say like nothing really happened. I didn't really change. I didn't hit anything. And like, it's just an absolute write-off. But I think if, and this is why it's so important to reflect back and to do things like journaling or, or writing down you know, what you've experienced because a year is a very long time and people think that it's like just completely short. It's like on to the next year, it's like an entire year. So much stuff happens. And there are things that are incredibly positive and lessons that you've learned that you've probably overlooked because in the moment you were like, I just need to get through this period. Right. Like, you know, I don't know if you want to, you know, us to use examples, right? A, a lot has happened for, for, for us over this this past year. We we lived almost an entire year in our brand new house, yep. right? Uh, we spent uh, an entire year actually being fully married, but like alone, in yep. which case we had to, you know, obviously be in that and neither of us have been married before. So that was a, a whole new experience for, for us. Yeah. Um, our, our businesses took a huge pivot and a shift. We established brand new friendships because we didn't have any friends going here. And these are all things we where, moved by the way. So yeah, that, yeah, we moved. So we had to really like put ourselves out there and, you know, meet new friends. And, you know, sometimes that's hard as adults because everybody, I feel sometimes already has their own, you know, friend group, but we really made an effort, especially you specifically, you know, to, to make that effort to meet new people. And I feel like we've done a really good job at that, at that was like our main goal in moving. Like we wanted to have connections and we wanted to, you know, just be able to build strong friendships where, you know, we can talk about like deeper things other than just like, Hey, how's the weather? Like we wanted to have like real connections with people that are, you know, very similar to us. And I feel like we did a good job at that. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, well, I mean, I think that goes into our, our next point, which is the, the intention piece. And I'll let you talk about that, but you, you succeed at more than you realize. And even if you make mistakes, all of the mistakes that you make are to lead to something They're to a direction to something. And we tend to write off all of our mistakes as failures when it's like, you know, we've like, we made a lot of mistakes through, through this year, but it was through that, that we were able to make growth, make changes and, and really see what we wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, and even like, uh, what else did we, we do this year? Holy cow. There's, there's so much, right. So many even as well too. Like, I mean, I personally took some time on, on my own mindset and my headspace, right. Mm-hmm. To, to evaluate what I wanted for myself. And, and now like, 
us pivoting the business as we were so busy on just let's just get through this time where I never really had a chance to reflect on like, what do I want moving forward for this? Yeah. Right. Um, and there's a lot more to this year than just your failures. So mm -hmm. take a look at them. Yeah. And even, you know, I always say there's so many things that you've done this past year that you need to celebrate. Like even, even the little, the littlest things, you know, like, so this past year I was really focusing on listening to my intuition and doing only doing things that feel in alignment with me. And there are things that happened as a result of that, but more than anything, more than any like tangible result, that's a huge win in and of itself. The amount of people that don't listen to their intuition that, you know, override these emotions that they're feeling and they just, you know, kind of push them to the side and say, oh, well, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I completely trusted my intuition this year and I, and I went against kind of a lot of rules of what I was told of, of what to do, especially in my, in my business. And, you know, I really listened to my intuition and did things that felt in alignment for me. And that's a, that's a big deal. Like that's a big deal. So you might have things that you've done, maybe shifts in mindset. You stopped people pleasing. And although there might not have been like a very tangible result, like, you know, you, maybe you didn't get a job promotion or you didn't, you know, heal your relationship with food, but it's like, there were things that you've, you've done and, and who you've become. And that's really like the second part that we're going to talk about here. Instead of focusing on the results focus on setting an intention for this next year and who you actually need to be. So many people focus on the end result. This is the year I'm finally going to lose weight. This is the year I'm finally going to improve my relationship with food. This year, I'm finally going to X, Y, and Z. But the thing is, if you just focus on the end result, you don't focus on who you need to become in order to get that result. And in order to get a specific result, you have to become somebody. So for example, it's like, let's say you wanted to make peace with all foods, right? You wanted a better relationship with food. You wanted to stop your binge eating, but there's fear. There's fear of weight gain. There's fear of releasing food rolls. There's, you know, there's fear of, you know, no longer dieting. There's anxiety. There's, there's all these emotions, right? You need to become somebody who's brave. You need to become somebody who is courageous. So that is your intention, stepping into somebody who's brave, who's courageous, who is, um, you know, who's going to be that action taker. You're going to get results so much faster because you have to become that person. If you just say, I need to stop my binge eating, but you don't work on the person that you need to become, it's going to be really hard to get that end result, right? So it's also less pressure inducing. Like when you focus on a, on an intention, it's like, it, there's not this end result of like, you either did it or you didn't, right? You either lost the weight or you didn't, you either stopped your binge eating or you didn't like that's so black and white. And maybe you didn't heal your relationship with food, but this year you started to release some food rules. Maybe you didn't stop your binge eating, but you joined a program. Maybe you didn't stop your binge eating, but you, you know, added in 
a trick or food into your diet. Like it's not so black and white when you're focusing on results. It's did I hit it or did I not? And then you're either happy or you're really freaking disappointed. But when you set an intention, it's always this constant growth, right? It's always this constant growth and you, you can't fail it. You cannot fail when you set an intention, an intention of being positive, an intention of, you know, more self-love because you're always working towards it. It's always an, an ever-evolving process when you're focusing on an intention versus an, a result. I think an important thing for an intention too is people don't really know how to see an intention. Yeah. So I want you to see it as a promise to yourself, right? When you make promises to other people, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to do your utmost best, your best to try and keep that promise or to succeed with that thing. Now, sometimes things are out of your control and those promises, it is what it is and it doesn't work out. But a promise is you do your best. And that's all that an intention is. It's really being able to look at yourself and saying, I am making this promise to me. I'm going to be the person that I'm focusing on to do these things. So how can I do my utmost best to try and keep that promise to myself? Mm -hmm. And that's where that, regardless of whether you fail or not, you know, you can look back and say, I did my best for that promise, even if it does or doesn't work out, that's, that's totally fine. But it allows you to actually be able to say, I'm excited about these intentions. Because the way that we repeat things consistently, and the way that we look forward to repeating things is if they're exciting, if they're fun, if you have a love or some type of a pull towards it, that's going to increase your chance of doing it again. Um, otherwise, what you're going to find is you're just forcing yourself to do yeah. action. And that's not going to be something that you're going to be consistent with. Yeah. And speaking of consistency, a beautiful intention is even consistency. You're it, like, instead of saying like, you know, I need to lose the weight or I need to, you know, stop my binge eating. It's like the intention can be, I'm going to be so consistent with moving my body. I'm going to be so consistent or just consistency in general, because then it's not like, again, it's, it's not like you either succeed or you fail. It's like, you have so many opportunities with consistency. It's like, like even defining what that looks like. Consistency is not, okay, I'm going to do something every single day. Maybe consistency for you is like, you know, you do something once a week. And that's like, it's, it's so much like lighter. Like even when you just think about it versus like, you know, this is the year I have to finally stop my binge eating. This is the year I finally have to, you know, lose the weight. It's like, there, it's just, it's just so much, right? So choose a word, choose an intention. Um, and when you even choose it, you write it down or you say it out loud, like ask yourself, like, how do I feel with this intention? Is it like, does it make me like Andrew said, does it make me excited or am I like already getting stressed out? Right. Something to think about. Now, another thing is so many people think January 1st, January 1st, if, if I don't set something, you know, January 1st, then this year has gone to shit, but we have to break out of that all or nothing mentality. There's nothing, there's nothing actually special about January 1st. It's like, we've just decided that this is like a refresh. This is just like a restart. But the reality is, is January 2nd, 
is also a beautiful time. January 3rd, January 7th, January 14th, like today in December, right? Like there's, it's not that you have to be absolutely perfect starting on January 1st, because even I was talking to some people on TikTok when I did a live the other day and they're like, I've already been making a plan for how I'm going to like, you know, get back on track come January 1st, but they're like, I'm feeling so anxious already. So if you want to break out of that all or nothing mentality, remember that doing something on January 2nd is just as good as doing it January 1st. Doing something January 7th is good as doing it on January 1st. Forget about the days, right? Like if we think about it, like January 1st, yes, it's technically a new year, but it's like, if, if we always have that mindset of like January 1st, then come every single Monday. Okay. No, no, no. This Monday, for this Monday, I'm really going to start. Okay. No, no, no. This month I messed up. There's only a few days left of the month. Okay. When the new month starts, then I'm going to actually get back on track. It's always going to be a specific date, a specific timeline that you're looking for to give you that permission. Cause it, it does feel good, right? Like a new week, a new month, a new year. Like it does feel good. But we really want to break out of that all or nothing mentality, right? We're not just trying to do this January 1st to January 30th. We're looking to do this like, you know, from the, the, the start of the year till the end of the year and for the rest of your life, right? And when you focus on that intention and becoming somebody, you get to become that for the rest of your life. You get to choose that. You get to be somebody who's committed, who's consistent, who's resilient, who has self-love. Like you get to decide today that that is who you want to become. Forget the timelines because the times don't really matter. Like everything is all adding up. If you think about it, your intentions are going to stack on top of each other. And they're going to continue to build and they're going to build a really good foundation in which more promises and, and uh, more change is going to appear in your life. So for these things, they really can't have a start date or an end date because these intentions are going to be things that you carry with you throughout. Yeah. So like an example, you know, that me and, and Laura, I, I believe Lorna lives by as well, too, is like I my intention is to live a life free of restriction. And that is restriction in all forms, restriction yeah. from having health issues, restrictions financially, restrictions. I want to live a life free of restriction. That intention has lived with me for the past three years. Yeah. And I'm going to carry that intention throughout the rest of my life because in different times, it's going to mean different things and it's going to ask different things from me. So maybe the focus is I want to live a life free of restriction. And that means you're focusing more on your health because your health is what's restricting you this year. That might change next year. In that case, that intention is still going to be present, but it's going to have to show up in a different way. And that's why you can't have these set time frames on there. We're all accustomed from time frames from due dates from work or from certain marketing things where they're like a sale ends today, right? And what's the purpose of that the purpose is to build a sense of urgency to make you feel something and normally that something is not good that something is anxious that something is is a frustration it, it might be this this worry because there's an end time whereas if you just get to work on it throughout then you don't have to have all those things yeah the next thing number four is 
to really stay in your own lane and to focus on what you truly want, not what everyone else is doing. So I did mention in this at the beginning that it's, you know, really easy for you to call up your girlfriend and she's like, oh, I'm starting the keto diet. And you speak to your mom and she's doing Weight Watchers again, right? What do you actually want? If you were to put blinders on and, you know, you really ask yourself deep and down, down inside, like, what do I want? What's actually going to make me happy? That's really important because I think a lot of the times people will search to see and scan the room of whatever, what everyone else is doing. And then we want to fit in. So it's like, well, then I must be doing that as well too. But who are you following? Who are you getting inspiration from? If you are, you know, speaking to your mom or your aunt and they've been known to, you know, yo-yo diet for the past 10, 20, 30 plus years, who are you following? Right? It's it's like sure you can follow what they're doing because they're starting this new diet plan, but if you look at the track record and if they have been yo-yo dieting for so many years, do you want to follow that? Right? Or do you want to really follow somebody who has what you want? They are eating intuitively. They are free from binge eating. They eat normally, right? Like, I think it's very easy to get like this burst of motivation and like shiny object syndrome that like, ooh, a new diet plan and everyone's starting it. But are you following the person who keeps dieting so many years in a row every year, every January? They're like, no, this is the year. This is the year. Like for real, I'm getting back on Weight Watchers. I'm going to get back on track. You know, it's like, are you following that person or are you going to start following the person that maybe, maybe none of your family members are going to dive into intuitive eating, but you're going to be that, you're going to be that person that stands out for you, not for anyone else, but for you, because you want to follow that person who has what you have. You want to finally eat normally again, eat intuitively, find balance and a healthy relationship with food. So focus on what you want. And then go and follow that person and learn from that person who has what you want, not what everybody else is doing. I think that's really important. I think the big thing about having your own focus is, you know, people use this, uh, this phrase a lot, stay in your own lane. Um, it's easy to look across your neighbor's grass and be like, Hey, I totally want this. Or how come they have that? And I don't. And then what happens is, is it detracts from your goals and your success because you're spending so much time looking at that instead of focusing on yourself and on what you want, Mm -hmm. um, which is why your goals or your objectives or what you want has to be your own. It can't be influenced by other people. It can't be something that you feel that your mom wants you to do or something that you feel that you owe to your kids. It has to be what you want and only you, because if it has attached um, the influences or, 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 or things, or if you're focusing on things that you feel you need to do because it would make other other people people happy. happy, that's not your focus. That's someone else's focus. And you're not going to a hundred percent dive into that. Even if you feel that that's what you need, you'll never actually be able to fully accept that. And that might be something that is really hard unless you, you just focus on yourself. Yeah. And what makes you happy? 
because, you know, you could, you can do all these things, but at the end of the day, it's like you live with you. And it's like, you have at the end of the day, when you hit your head on the pillow, it's like, am I actually happy? Yeah. Is what I'm doing actually make me happy? I think that's really important. Um, okay. Now the last one is, so we've created these intentions. You're focusing on who you want to be. We've released the timelines. Now, in order for you to be able to stick to something for an entire year plus, you have to actually have check-ins. You actually have to take moments throughout the year to reflect on your intentions, right? Because again, it's really easy to say, December, okay, these are my intentions. Like, I'm so excited. But then maybe you forget about them halfway. Or in February, you know, you start, you stop becoming that person that you wanted to be. And then, you know, March, you forget about it. So either having like monthly check-ins where like maybe every single month you just take, you know, five to 10 minutes up with yourself and ask yourself, how are you doing? You know, how are you feeling? What's working well? What's not working well? Um, how is the intention going? Is that even still your intention? That's another thing too. It's not set in stone of like, this is my very one intention and I can't have any other intentions and I got to stick with it through for the rest of the year. No. How, are, are you enjoying this intention, right? What tweaks do you need to make? Maybe you do it every quarter, say four times a year you check in, but this is really important because life gets busy and you know, you're so focused on the end result that you really lose sight of what really matters, which is the intention. So maybe it's monthly, maybe it's, you know, quarterly doing a check-in asking yourself, you know, how things are going. Um, even if it's one time a year, mid-year, right? How are things going? I think that's really important so that you don't get to the end of 2023 and the end of the year and say, oh shit, but like, I haven't, I haven't done this yet or I haven't completed this yet. If you have midway check checkpoints or you check in, you know, once a month or every quarter, it's going to allow you to get closer to, you know, what it is that you actually want for yourself because you're actually reflecting, growing, learning, evolving, and making tweaks and, and shifts. You know what I find funny about this is people only tend to check in on their goals when nothing is going right. Yeah. Whenever they're having a really hard time, they use goal, uh, um, uh, planning goals or, or looking at things as a way to pick themselves up. And what I have to say to kind of this, looking at your goals more frequently is look at your goals, even when everything is going right. Look at your goals always. Keep making sure that what you're what you're wanting is always ahead of you because you might detract from the path here and there, even if you're happy or if you're not happy. Yeah. You know, don't wait until you're not happy and you're completely miserable or you're super frustrated for you to go, maybe I need to look at my goals. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, so much time has passed. And if you were checking in with yourself more frequently, this is why journaling is a great idea. Yeah. It's why having discussions with your partner, me and Lorna talk about what we want all the time. And we make decisions based off of, off of that, because when we're having that feedback, when we share it with other people, when we when we tell our dreams, our goals, or when we write it and we actually say it to ourselves out loud, 
then we actually get the emotion or feedback behind it, which allows us to say, hey, is this actually something that we still want, like Lauren was saying, or, you know, have we been off track a little bit and now we need to come back on? So don't wait until it's terrible, right? Always be looking at your stuff. And if you're on the right track, when you look on it, amazing, great. Celebrate yourself though, right? Like that's another thing too. Like, you know, when you're doing those check-in points and things are going well, don't just brush it off and be like, but I'm not there yet. But I, I haven't stopped my binge eating yet. But maybe it's like, okay, but I got a coach. I reached out for support. I deleted my fitness out. I stopped weighing myself, right? But again, if you don't do those check-in points, it's going to be constantly chasing that, that end result. But I'm not there yet. But I'm not there yet. But you need to celebrate those moments in order to give you that that motivation and that source of inspiration to keep going to see like, Hey, I'm on, like, I'm on track. I'm like, I I am making progress. Like that is so important. And there's one more thing that I want to say is if you did not quote unquote, hit your goals, you know, for this year, remember that everything is adding up. So everything that you did this past year, even the past years before this is really leading up to the end result that you want for yourself. So what I mean by this is like January of 2019, that's when I healed my relationship with food, right? I completely stopped, you know, well, actually it was, yeah, 2019. That's when I, January 2019, that's when I reached out for support. Before that though, before that, I started doing things that led up to that moment. So even, you know, 2017, 2018, I was eating intuitively. That inevitably helped me get to that point in 2019. I stopped labeling foods as good versus bad. So that helped me get to that point. So just because you maybe didn't hit that result this year, it doesn't mean that there's things that you did that you did this year that are aren't like they're going to they're going to move over onto the next year, right? Like everything that you've done up until this point, it builds up. Even this year in my business, I hit two and a half you know, it's 2.6 million views now on one of my TikTok videos, but it wasn't like, like, you know, it was just this one thing that I did. I've been super consistent. And like the things that I did last year have really built up to this moment. So just remember that going into new year, you're not January 1st, everything starts fresh. You're bringing things in from the past years. That's really leading you up to the person that you want to become, the things that you want to accomplish. Like it's all adding up behind the scenes to be able to get you to that point. So just want to share that. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, be gentle on yourself. Set goals. Like definitely, you know, set have high standards for yourself because that's just the person that you are. But also give yourself lots of love and grace and gratitude um, because you deserve it. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys all have an amazing new year's whenever you are listening to this, even if you're listening to this in January, again, you can still implement this. This is not black or white. So enjoy the rest of your day, you guys, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.